Welcome to Monday through Friday, Cellular Agriculture for a Pandemic-Free Future. My name is George Ortega. This is episode number 51. I'm recording it on Tuesday, September 15th, 2020 at 9.57 p.m. Eastern Time. And, you know, I, I've been thinking all day about pretty much ending this particular, you know, 51 or 50, however, you know, I may do a few more uh, episode series and, and creating a new one because um, what I've found is that, um, that this is about morality. You know, this isn't necessarily about cellular agriculture. Yes, that is a, a huge answer to this. But, but part of that has to be, we've got to get this global cooperation happening for this to to take place and we, we and we've got to we've got a lot of moral issues to uh, to address before we can do that you know getting the entire world to work on this so so i mean the the, um, the idea came to me like i guess the, the the new show might be called covid-19 god and science um i think it's important it's really important that Although the media and our politicians just completely ignore the moral dimension of this, you know, completely ignore the connection between our farming of animals and these zoonotic diseases that are the result of this farming, can completely ignore, you know, our, our religious directives to be kind to animals. You know, and 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 ignore our um, our understanding that you know we live in a world where we're rewarded when we do good and punished when we do bad. I mean, that seems you know that that may not be that may not seem like it's absolute. It may be. It just may not be apparent to us. But that seems to be the way things work. So. Um, so I think, you know, the moral component is, is very, very important. So I think, you know, with this new series, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll run the idea by the, um, the station manager, hopefully tomorrow, the next day, and maybe we'll start this new series um, as soon as um, later in the week. I don't know, Thursday, Friday. Well, no, no, maybe Monday. I, I don't know, some, sometime soon. Um, yeah, let me let me just go through um, some of the reasons why for this shift. Um, all right, cellular agriculture is the most well, the most humane or the most intelligent thing we could do is all go vegan. Okay, that would be the ideal because eating meat, dairy, and eggs maybe maybe fish also. I think I yeah, I mean fish has so much mercury in it now, nowadays. I mean, like not eating those products would create a much healthier global population. So many illnesses come from the consumption of meat, dairy, and eggs, and some from fish. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, like, but you know, I mean, we've we've got to kind of like be a bit realistic and and expect that 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 goal is a bit perhaps too optimistic for us to, uh, to achieve anytime soon. So that's the reason for cellular agriculture. But the other thing is that like, that's not the only answer. Uh, uh, another, a third answer that, that, 
that's really resonating more and more with me is this, this idea that if we, we pump 50, $100 billion into universal vaccines, you know, instead of taking 10, 20, 30 years, excuse me, like, like they may, you know, with the status quo funding, <laughs> the level of financing <laughs> that kind of research receives now, you know, we, we could have these, these universal vaccines maybe within a decade, five, 10 years. It's a much, much more difficult challenge, you know, um, bio, um, biochemically, whatever, you know, in terms of the research. Um, but it's possible now. Now, I'm conflicted about that particular solution. And basically, you know, this is about creating a pandemic free world or as, as much of one as possible, you know, 99 plus percent pandemic risk-free. Uh, and the reason I'm ambivalent about that solution is because it would not address the, the cruelty to animals, which is, I, I believe, you know, is the foundational cause of this, you know, from a spiritual perspective. Not even from a, well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if we were to develop universal vaccines, fine. We would like these, these outbreaks, would happen in animals, we just wouldn't be affected by them. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, I've been very religious all my life, and, and my, my guess is that I don't think God is going to allow us to do that. I don't think God is going to, you know, bless us with that kind of solution that allows us to continue literally, you know, paying people to, to torture over 70 billion you know, land animals every year. So, um, so yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, 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 and the challenge, you know, I mean, fine, the answer is yes, cellular agriculture, okay? Um, that's the answer, but, you know, that's, that's not enough. In other words, like, the, the real question is like, you know, how, first of all, you know, we, we, should, we should really explore how we as a global population can, can be so evil, so callous, so cruel to, to all these animals. I mean, we need to understand that, you know, to, because this, this cruelty doesn't just manifest in this way toward animals. It manifests in ways that reach every one of us every day. I mean, you, you see all that violence on television you know, that's, that's a manifestation of our sick ways. You know, how we enjoy that. You know, people, you know, these, these, these networks produce these shows because people like watching people suffer. I mean, that, that's sick. I'm sorry. We're, you know, there's a lot of sickness out there. And we need, to, we need to basically explore who we are and how we got that way and how we can change before we can change enough to force our politicians to, to fund cellular agriculture and, and do the, the work of, of creating these, these products that are, are you know, not only cruelty-free, they, they don't involve any suffering for animals at all, but will keep us safe, as safe as I think we need to be from future pandemics. So um, it's gonna be a, a harder show, I guess. Um, but, you know, I mean, this, this show, this current show evolved to my previous, you know, series. I think there were about 
62 episodes. Uh, what was it? Um, weekday coronavirus-driven mind stuff, where I just like talked about whatever. And so, like you know, by talking about whatever, just this emerged. You know, this this, this series emerged. And so I imagine now by talking about this series, this new series emerged. And I imagine as I begin to produce episodes, it will become more concrete. You know, I'll just like reason out various aspects of it and perhaps do some research and make present some ideas in terms of what kind of progress we can make, what we need to do to essentially become more virtuous people. So like, all right, that's the God component. That's the morality component. The other component, again, is the science. Um, yeah, and I guess we have to continue with that. I mean, I've, I've been presenting that in this series, just that like, you know, if you don't believe in God, if you're an atheist, or if you don't believe that God rewards and punishes us for what we do, then fine, you can still appreciate the science, that um, according to the science, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when we get the next pandemic. And, uh, and if you've seen the most recent episodes and seen that, that table that I've been presenting, you'll understand that, that it, it's, it's very reasonable for another pandemic to come within the next 10 years, you know, or 20 years. And that's too soon. That's, you know, and imagine, you know, it's very reasonable to, to imagine that we can have a, a pandemic that's like 40 times worse, 40 times more lethal. You know, there, there have been various viruses that have had that characteristic. And if they mutate, let's say with a virus, that spreads as easily as coronavirus because you don't have to have symptoms to spread it, then we're in huge, huge trouble. You know, this, this um, so, um, so yeah, so I, I, I think, you know, I got, yeah, from the way I'm thinking right now, yeah, the show's gonna happen. I'll, I'll, I'll email the, uh, the station manager tomorrow asking for the change. Maybe as, as early as Thursday, I'll start um, creating the, the episodes. Um, so, cause yeah, I mean like so many, I mean like that's, I mean, we can extend this to, to so many problems in the world. It's not just preventing pandemics. It's not just, you know, stopping being so cruel to animals. It's like, you know, the racism, the, uh, the inequality, um, so many the, the the denial and 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 ignoring of climate change you know just the the inaction on it the the abortion the abortion the global poverty you know there's we we need before we can do any of those things we need a major moral reformation because how are we gonna like that that's that's you know like maybe you know maybe COVID-19, God and religion doesn't, um, doesn't well enough reflect, you know, that idea. And I'll think about it some more. But, but that's, you know, that's what we're, that's our challenge. You know, we want a fairer election system. We want um, to address the wildfires, climate change, so many problems, you know. These are moral challenges. It's not like we lack the technology. It's not like we lack the infrastructure, the institutions, the organization. We've got all that. 
It's, it's not like we lack the resources, you know, the, the money. We, we've got more beyond more than, than we, we need. The only thing we lack is the will, the moral will. So, so yeah, in this, in this new series, that's what we will um, explore. And uh, as I've done with this series, I'm not going to uh, lay a guilt trip on everyone because, you know, actually, according to the research, you know, uh, they've done studies on, on doing this, on shaming people like this. And a lot of times it's just like you shame people like that and they just turn off. They just go into denial. So that, you know, so basically I'm going to try to remind people, yes, we're, we're really being evil, you know, in so many ways collectively. Um, but, but we have to constantly remind ourselves that we didn't choose to be born into this world. We didn't choose to be born into a world where this kind of evil is even questioned. It's kind of like having grown up in the South in the 1750s, 1790s, where slavery was unquestioned. You know, people like didn't, you know, it was accepted. Nobody, you know, thought about how cool it was, okay? So, you know, we're, we're born into this world and, and we're conditioned by our, not just our parents, by our institutions, the media, our schools, you know, nobody, you know, you don't remember in school ever having been, you know, keyed in on how, how horrible we're being, you know, in, in so many ways, and you know, to these animals, especially. Um, and again, uh, you know, I just, you know, remember, I mean, this, this, this new series has to be, you know, focused on COVID-19 and, and maybe, um, I don't know if I should change it to, to pandemics, because like this is, this is not just about, you know, COVID-19, it's about preventing future pandemics. But, um, but again, it, it's, it's a moral, it's a moral challenge, and to the extent to the extent that we blame ourselves, that we hold ourselves fundamentally responsible, in, in the sense of free will. I mean, there's you know I've talked about this before. I've I spent the last ten years basically trying to educate the public. You know, just trying to get people to understand. You got four. I mean, like this is an easy way to explain it. Because you know? some some people like who are just not all that bright think they are. It's kind of like an arrogance that's like arrogant. Talk about epidemics. People who just aren't that bright. We've got four top scientific minds. And you got to respect that. You have to, you know, if you're not respecting that, you're not respecting science. You're not respecting what this world is. It's, you know, so like Isaac Newton, um, Charles Darwin, Sigmund Freud, Albert Einstein, our four top minds coming from three different fields, all of them concluded that free will is an illusion. But no, stuff is not up to us. This evil that you're doing is not up to you. So you shouldn't feel guilty. You shouldn't beat yourself up about it. You shouldn't beat up others. Because when you do that, you disempower yourself. You know, you're, you're, you're wrapped up in so much guilt and, and self-condemnation that you run. You know, you, 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 you don't have the capacity to look at the um, circumstances, the, the situation objectively. Because, because what you're seeing is so much of a threat to your self-image, your self-identity. 
So, but the, the idea is like, you know, these four top minds were not wrong, okay? We don't have a free will. And that, that's, I think, important to, uh, to keep in mind. If we're going to be so honest with our level of, of, of evil, which is, you know, it's, and, and we'll be trying to understand that because like, you know, there are two books that were published, one by Peter Diamandis, called Abundance. Uh, he's a, um, I think he's a billionaire. He's a rich guy. He, um, a tech, tech guy. You know, I don't know what he did, but, um, and his book is called Abundance. And there's another one by a, uh, um, a Swedish researcher, uh, Johan Norberg, I believe, called Progress. And these two books just chronicle <laughs> The, the, the really, really strong fact, it's, it's not opinion, it's not editorializing, we're living in such an amazing world, such a, this world is so much better in so many ways than, than the world 200 years ago, 100 years ago, 500 years ago, 1000 years ago, we're living in the best world ever. I mean, less poverty, less violence, um, uh, less, child mortality, um, people are living older, we're, 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 we're living longer, we're, we're, we're healthier. I mean, like by so many different measures, we're living better lives. So you would think, you would think that that would make us happier and, um, and our happiness would translate to, um, to being more virtuous. Now, like years ago, I, I did a TV series on happiness called The Happiness Show. And, and one of the, the founding, um, I, I think, hypotheses of the show was that, that if you help people to become happier, they will become more virtuous. Because basically, like people tend to do things that are not virtuous in an attempt to become happier. So, you know, if you make people really happy, they don't have to um, do those things. But, you know, in hindsight, I think I maybe overestimated that, um, that dynamic. I mean, there are a lot of people, for example, we're, we're familiar with the experience of children being raised up in privilege and, and like, let's say, you know, extreme privilege, you know, um, let's say millionaires, multimillionaires, billionaires, and sometimes um, being brought up in that kind of environment will spoil people, you know, will, will make people feel entitled and make people feel callous, indifferent to everyone else. Um, we, we need to figure that out because that's what's happening. So many more people are becoming rich now. There's so many more. And, and these rich people, unfortunately, because of our corrupt political system, they have control of, of what happens on our planet, not just in this country, but throughout the world. So, you know, if, if, if what happens is in the hands of these people who've been spoiled by privilege, by, by too much money, by not living in the quote unquote real world, that presents a problem for all of us. So, um, all right, so I have a feeling, yes, I'm going to do this show because it makes sense. I mean, like, I, 
you know, after 51 episodes of, of trying to get you to understand that, um, that cellular agriculture is the answer, there's, you know, I mean, vaccines are too far away, 10, 20, 30 years. I mean, like, we, we, sh we can't really reasonably take that risk. Um, and, you know, I, I would think maybe I'm, I'm a bit too um, hopeful about things like this, but I, I would think that, that the media would begin reporting this, but they're not. You know, once, once in a while you'll, you'll see a, a, a progressive, let's say a, a vegan organization or something, you know, published a piece about the, um, the connection between factory farming and these pandemics. Um, you'll see some pieces coming out about this new industry, this new cellular agriculture, clean meat culture, meat industry that, you know, can, can produce much healthier meat, fish, dairy, egg products for us that don't involve any cruelty. So you, but, but you're, you're not seeing any journalists tie them together, nor, and then the third, you know, prong of this is that you're not seeing anybody talk about the fact that like at the rate of investment for this new industry, you know, there's about one and a half billion dollars invested in it right now. It'll probably take 10 or, or longer years or more years for, for these products to, um, to be marketed, to be in supermarkets and restaurants. And, and so the, you know, the, the, the third prong of this is um, we need to invest $50 billion at least, which is one half of what we're expected to, to spend on this coronavirus. You know, the, the Congressional, Congressional Budget Office in May, you know, that, that's their estimate, that's their number when it's all said and done. So, to, you know, to spend one half of 1% of, of what we're spending on this one to prevent the next one, it's like, it's a bargain, it's a bargain. But, you know, nobody's talking about this. So again, so like, you know, I think this new series will be about exploring why. So, you know, we've got, we've got an understanding of why we're in this mess. We've got an understanding of how to get out of this mess. Well, you know, I, I, you know hopefully people are, are working on them. Like, you know, even that's not happening. You know, like um, earlier today, I was like, I Googled this. I couldn't believe this. I Googled um, N95. I want to get a, another N95 mask, right? And, and then I clicked the shopping link on the Google, you know, search page. And the message was like, you know, we could not find any entries for, for N95. And yeah, if, if you know N95, that's the standard, you know, three layered mask that, that's the safest against transmission. So, you know, I mean, I, I can't even begin to understand that. So basically, um, I hope that what's happening, you know, to, to contain this, what needs to happen to contain this virus is, you know, um, but notwithstanding, you know, we, we need to, to work on, also, it's not just about containing this pandemic. So we, we don't want to be in this situation again. And I think, you know, I think now people, I'm, I'm sensing this. I'm sensing this out in the street. People are, are distancing themselves more now. I, I'm seeing it, you know, at least, at least in White Plains. I, I'm seeing more of an, an, an acknowledgement, a cognizance of, of, of what, what the, and like, you know, I just read a, a, um, an article yesterday that, you know, like the question came and I, I, you know, posed it on a recent episode, you know, how long are we, we going to be wearing these masks for? 
you know, how, how, how many more months? And it may be a couple more years, you know? Um, and, you know, even after how many months it's been, I don't know, seven, eight months, however long, um, you know, people are beginning to, to understand the, the kind of mess we're in and that it's not, you know, most, most people, you know, with the news cycles, the media, they just go from one thing to the next to the next, you know, and it's kind of like, that's like their strategy for not doing anything, you know, they just like bounce around and nothing ever gets done. But with this, you can't do that. This is here day after day after week after month, and apparently after year. So, um, so yeah, this is, this is um, something that um, people, I think, are hopefully waking up to um, in the sense of um, recognizing that it is, you know, fundamentally a moral issue. If you're religious, if you believe in morality, if you believe in karma and what goes around comes around, you know, just deserts, then you, you might understand how we invited this with our cruelty, with our indifference, you know, an inexplicable cruelty beyond, beyond belief, you know, that we could do that to, to so many, you know, sentient animals, so animals we know feel pain. So, all right, well, um, so yeah, I, I'm sensing now this is going to be like, you know, a much harder show to do than, um, than this series. But I think it's going to be a lot more productive because, again, it's, it's going to get at the heart of this. You know, it is a moral issue. It's not about technology. It's not about resources. Um, and it is about organization and collaboration. But that's a more, those are moral issues too. You know, we, we, we can become organized as a world to do this. Um, we can get every country on board, but it's gonna take a moral reformation, you know? So, um, all right, what else? Yeah, and, and I guess, yeah, I'm gonna, I gotta think more about the title. COVID-19, God and science. I'm not, that, that may be a big bit too vague. I mean, I want to bring God into this because like, you know, 80, 90% of us here in the United States believe in God or a higher power. And the media ignore this dimension, this, this aspect of it, and the politicians ignore it. I mean, like, you know, they, 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 they'll say, oh yeah, I believe in God. You know, I go to church, whatever, but come on. They, uh, they don't inject God into this that much. Um, and, and, you know, and I think this may be, you know, I think we do have to address the global poverty and the abortion and the ignoring climate change, these, these like, you know, these other major, major sins that, that, that we're doing and we're just like, just, you know, rationalizing, whatever. All right, so we've got less than a minute. So yeah, as far as I know, I guess I'll do another episode of this tomorrow, which will be um, Wednesday and maybe as early as Thursday. I will start the new series. So catch this, and it'll be at the same time. You know, White Plains Community Media, channel 76 if you get Optimal, 45 if you get um, Verizon at five o'clock, you know, Monday through Friday. And, you know, the episodes will be on YouTube, and, as these are, and on iTunes eventually, and, 
and Spotify. All right, so I hope you're having a good um, evening, and God willing, I'll see you tomorrow.